Hey, everybody. Welcome to Swipe Club. I'm your host, Robert Woodley, and our co-host, Michelle Noma. Hey, everyone. How have you been, Michelle? I've been pretty good. That's good. That's no complaints. good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. I just have uh, um, some new topics that I want to talk about today. A um, couple of things. So regular topic that I want to bring up is uh, red flags that... Um, uh, that we see when we're meeting people for the first time or when we're going out there and dating. You know, these are the types of red flags that you see, but you don't know that they're red flags until kind of like later on in the relationship or when you're getting to know the person, you're thinking, wow, I should have listened to that or I should yeah. have seen that before <laughs> and I should have, you know, maybe ran the other way or asked more questions, one of the two. Um, and the other thing that I want to bring up is um, our new call in number. So Swipe Club has a phone number that uh, you can call in and you can leave uh, messages. You can leave uh, thoughts on the show, maybe uh, topics or ideas for the show. And that number is 928-327-LOVE. So, or the easy way to say it or to uh, put it in your phone is 928-327-5683. So that number, 24-7, you can call at any time. I'm not going to answer. Nobody's going to answer. But you, you've got three minutes to leave a really cool message. So I know that we've got people from all over the United States listening. And I know that there's a couple of you that are internationally that are listening too. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas for Swipe Club about dating and about relationships. So um, let's get back to some of the red flags that we've been talking about and that um, we've kind of both have run into in the past. And I know for me, um, I don't know, sometimes people say overthink things, but they hold true. And one of those is that we've, uh, and we've talked about this in the show before, is uh, when you're on a date with somebody for the first time, or maybe you're at a happy hour or something, and they're rude to the server. I've actually had that. I've had a server come over and take our order, and my date just kind of looked down her nose at, the server like she was the shit and it, it, it felt weird it felt awkward it felt uncomfortable because i'm so not like that and uh it held true i you know as i got to know this person i was like wow you're not really a nice person yeah i think it's very telling how people treat servers um because you know you should treat everyone the same and uh yeah, if they're not going to be, you know, kind to a server, then that probably carries over into a lot of different places in their life. Absolutely, absolutely, and I and I think it's a it's a precursor because they're putting on that good game face for you, but they kind of let it slide out about how they mm -hmm. really treat other people, right? Right. So I think it's something to look for, and a good segue to that, as far as you know, going out for happy hour would be the drinking. So. I, I like to have fun and party with everybody else, but I've actually been guilted into drinking because I was on a date with somebody who was drinking so heavily that I think they felt guilty because I wasn't drinking and they got angry with me. And they were like, you're ordering a Coke, you know, I'm, and this person was ordering some, you know, heavy stuff <clears throat> and they were like, why aren't you drinking? So I felt kind of weird and, you know, started drinking with this person. And then, um, you know, after a few months of dating this person, I think we dated a total of six months, this person blacked out and could not remember three-fourths of our dates. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh, three, not three-fourths of one date, three-fourths of all your dates? Of all dates. Oh, my goodness. She only remembered one out of four dates that we had, and it wasn't because I wasn't a good date. (laughs) It was literally because- Let that be noted. (laughs) Let that be noted. She literally was just drinking that much during each and every date and um, slurring and- I'm carrying her back in her house. Wow. Yeah. She just wanted you to drink so you could be on the same level. Yeah. Not remember with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that wasn't going to happen. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, it's, I do feel like when you go out, it's, um, I prefer, like if I'm going to have a drink, I prefer, you know, my date to have a drink. No one wants to drink alone, but um, that, you know, that sounds a little extreme. Um, but also too, we're adults. So if someone doesn't, you know, want to have a drink, they shouldn't have to. And um, as while I do enjoy, you know, wine, um, you know, I'm doing a challenge right now where I'm not drinking for 75 days. And so, 75 days. yeah, it's called 75 hard. Um, that is hard. And, and it's over the holidays too. Oh. Um, but I'll finish right before New Year. So, um, so I'm excited about that. But it's, um, I think it's good. And, um, but I still like, I've still gone out to happy hour and I still think you can go out and be social and do things and, and not have a drink. So. Yeah. I, and I, and I've met people that, you know, have said, you know what, Robert, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm two years sober. Totally respect that. That's awesome. And I would never feel weird about me having a glass of wine and she's having a Coke. But I, I think if they're getting angry with you because you're not drinking, right? Yeah, that's the anger them. is the an issue. It's not you, <laughs> and you need to kind of step back and take a look at that because that is an issue. Yeah, it's a serious issue. Um, in previous podcasts, we talked about uh, Robert new to the dating scene and looking like a scrub on his first date. <laughs> How do you feel about like messiness and just unkemptness? And I mean, you know, it it could be somebody's house. It could be their car. It could be any of that. Um, Because to me, that could be a red flag. Yeah. Well, I agree and disagree. So on on the appearance, I kind of, I think we talked about, I felt that was more like an effort issue. Um, like, you know, um, you know, to show up on a first date, you know, and putting effort into it. I didn't know I wasn't putting effort into it. I was new to the game. Well, now you know. Right. Um, but yeah, as far as, you know, tidiness, I mean, I'm a very tidy person. So for me, it would be a turnoff. Um, but I'm sure, you know, for people that are untidy, maybe they prefer someone that's also untidy. So, but, you know, like attracts like. True, true. I, I mean... I'm talking to the point to where I've uh, met somebody and we were newly dating and went to her place. Um, and it was during the daytime. So even worse, you know, sunshine shining in her house and it, it looked like a tornado hit it. It was horrible. And she had no kids. Um, she'd never been married and she just had two cats. And um, it was- Well, there it, you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was scary. And they're like, you didn't know where to step type thing. Oh, wow. And um, it wasn't something that happened overnight. Or just, hey, I forgot to straighten up today. Right. Yeah, it was bad. And um, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the military in me, but uh, I'm pretty clean for a guy. So um, that was a complete, I don't know if it was a red flag or a turnoff. Maybe it could be both. I guess it could be both, right? Well, yeah, because if they don't have their house in order, do they have their life in order? You know, what's what's that spilling over into? But True. What about 
and, and some people are gonna say, well, Robert focuses too much on social media, but what about social media? Like what kind of red flags? Because it's big, let's face it, when you're, when you're getting to know somebody outside of their friends, I mean, that's one of the first things you do is you'll friend them on Facebook or you'll follow them on Instagram or maybe, maybe even at a professional level on LinkedIn. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I feel Facebook's very telling. You can learn a lot about a person from their Facebook profile. Um, but for me, red flags would be anything if they're posting like, um, you know, like excessive things about like women or like, you know, reposting like, I don't know, half naked girls or like, you know, What's wrong with that? Playboy. Um, I just, for me at my age, like if that's what they're doing in their spare time, I don't know. It's, it's just probably not a good fit for myself. Boys will be boys. <sighs> I don't know about that, Robert. Well, I'm, I, I'm not looking for a boy. I'm looking for no, a man. I, so I, there's... Was <laughs> I was waiting for that. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. What if, uh, you know, what if you see that they have, you know, like five five friends. I the last time I read, I think the average person today has right around four hundred Facebook friends. So what if um, you friend that person on Facebook and they have five friends? Or let's back up. Oh, okay. So what if they only have five friends? Okay. Well, I'd say, I mean, it, I think it'd be weird. So I would assume that they don't really use their account because I would imagine that you know more than five people. Um, I'm exaggerating, but what if it's just a very, very small amount? Well, still, yeah. So, I mean, it just, I guess it just depends if they, um, if they use it or not. And I think actually Instagram is more telling on that because they might, so I've noticed a lot of guys will have not a lot of friends or on Instagram, not a lot of followers, but then they're following like a thousand people and then you go through and you look at who they're following, and they're following all these, you know, porn they're, stars. They're models. They're models. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're Instagram yeah. models. Well, that's also a red flag for me. No, I, I think you're right on that because then if they're following, you know, 2,000 different people or celebrities or pages, but they have, you know, 15 people following them, it could be a little bit different. So what if, what if you've been dating somebody for a while and you send them that Facebook friend request and they just ignore it? Oh, I was in that situation uh, recently last year. Last year, um, and I would br- I brought it up and he still didn't accept my friend request. It like took forever, um, but we also unofficially dated for eleven months. So I mean, unofficially that- <laughs> dated <laughs> for eleven months. Um, so I think that's just kind of telling you the whole situation, but. Um, but yeah, I would. I obviously I would call it out because I did. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I think it's normal to like after a certain amount of time, maybe not right away, to friend someone. But then I just um, I'm in this group, and someone also said like excessive friending within a group that we're all in felt that you should message someone before sending them a friend request, which. I I don't think that's necessary, but it's not. I just don't accept the friend request. Well, here's the thing: because if you are not friends with somebody on Facebook and you send them a message, they're not even going to see it. They're not. It's going to show up in that other category. But you know, I I think if you've been dating somebody for, if you went on one date and they send your friend request, I mean, that could be a red flag in itself. But if you've been dating somebody for a while or getting to know them and seeing them, and you've exchanged enough messages and you feel comfortable. And you send a friend request and they ignore it. Yes, that is that's a big red flag. Absolutely. They obviously don't want to see you. They don't want you to see what they have on their wall right. or who they're friended with. 
or so on and so forth. Um, but let's back up even further. What if they don't have social media at all? Yeah, well, that's, you know, then you wonder what they're trying to hide. Um, most people. Or who, who they don't want to be found. Right. Well, yeah, true. Um, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Um, I think, yeah, I think in this day and age, it's pretty rare, but I have, I have gone out with people that don't have any social media, um, which I, I, I do find it to be odd. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's, uh, I've said this in the past. I think it's odd. It's different. It's not normal if you're under 45 and there's probably people out there that are going to blast me for this, but that's okay. I, it's my opinion. If you're under 45 and you don't have any type of social media, it's, it's not normal. It's not. Because I think the majority of people, at least in the United States, that are under 45 have some type of social media. And that could be LinkedIn. That could be Facebook. That could be Instagram. Uh, YouTube is even considered social media now. So I think any one of those. Um, and even digging in deeper, if I've seen people that were uh, Facebook friends with me, but their family was on Facebook and they weren't friends with their family on Facebook. Well, yeah, that's a major red flag because then you wonder what sort of turmoil they have going on with their family. And if they don't get along with them, um, you know, oh, that's you just great. wonder about their relationship how they are then in relationships if they're not even you know on good terms with their family right so i mean that's that brings up another good question is so you're getting to know somebody and they say well i don't talk to my family and you say well what do you mean you don't talk to your family yeah i don't get along with my mother or my father or my siblings or maybe a combination of all of them what would you think well, I mean, I would obviously ask the situation because I do feel there could be some random situations where maybe, you know, they had a falling out or, you know, I I do know people that have, you know, siblings that have issues and I could see not wanting that drama in your life. Um, but it's definitely something to, to question and kind of prod on to see, you know, what the situation is because, yeah, that could definitely be be a big red flag. Yeah, and, and I think it goes back to, you know, the thing that I'm so big on is communication. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, well, what happened? And, and maybe not dig for details, but on any red flag. I don't know. I've I never prodded or asked a lot of questions in relationships. And if there's one thing I've learned, it's that you should ask questions. <laughs> ask well, a lot of questions. I, I think and if they don't want to answer it, they don't have to, but No, that's true. I mean, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think going along with just what you just said is, so you see a red flag, what do you do? Right? And I think... Well, I'm to the point where I just, I'm out. <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking. So like the female that was mad because I wasn't drinking with her, I could have said, so why do you seem like you're getting frustrated with me because I'm not ordering a beer right now? Yeah. And you know that's something I should have done. And I think it's okay. It's what I'm getting at. So if you do see a red flag, you've got two choices, right? Mm -hmm. You can go the Michelle way, just be like, see ya. <laughs> or you can you know, literally say, hey, what's up with that? Yeah. Hey, how come you only have five friends? <laughs> I'm looking at your Instagram or your Facebook and you have five friends. And you haven't mm. accepted my friend request. Right, right. <laughs> what did I do to you? So I want to shift gears a little bit now and go to... 
um, our call-in number. So as I said earlier, you know, we now have, we're now giving you the ability to call in, ask questions, leave comments, um, tell us how much you love the show and uh, give us your feedback. And um, we launched that earlier in the week and um, uh, now getting phone calls, also getting hangups. Don't be shy and hang up <laughs> or get cold feet once you hear my voice and you've got three minutes to leave a message and you're just, you know, you grow, you go ice cold and just hang up. Um, but we did get some, and uh, so this is our sixth podcast. And um, since I've been doing Swipe Club, and my uh, studio engineer Dan has been awesome, has been helping us through all of these episodes, and has been a great deal of help to me. And um, Dan, do you want to queue up um, one of our listeners and uh, see what she has to say? Jennifer Gilbert, my situation is. If you've been seeing somebody, just dating them, so you've gone on, let me just say, 12-ish dates in the past month and a half, and staying kind of consistent texting during some of the days of the week, um, when is it okay to expect the next step without being clingy? So mentioning um, to the other person, so where do I stand in this? What do I do? what's the next step versus just being that convenient Saturday night date. So where is the fine line between asking the other person where they see us in the near future and sounding too clingy? That's my situation. That's Jennifer from Gilbert's situation. What do you think? I mean, I don't think it's being clingy at all. I think 12 dates, a month and a half, they've been seeing each other pretty frequently. Um, I would expect the next step as well. Um, but I don't know that she can just expect it. Like, I do think she's, if it's not come up, she's probably going to have to bring it up. Um, but I don't think it's clingy at all um, at this point to have that conversation. I completely agree with you. I mean, I don't I don't even know why she waited 12 dates. Um, I mean, she, she, well, I waited 11 months, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I, I think she's totally not clingy, even if she would have asked after eight dates, you know, and if, if they're, you know, 12 dates and she's been texting and, um, I, I think, I think she's perfectly in the right frame of mind to be wondering, you know, where are we with this? And, um, it's a communication problem at that point. Yeah. Um, it could be her, it could be him, it could be both of them. Sounds like it's probably him. Um, and maybe she wants to communicate, but she's hesitating. And yeah, and why? I feel like, be well, as a woman, I, I've done that too, where it's like, you don't want to, you know, women are usually a little more, not always, but ready to progress things and men always aren't. So we're just kind of eager and, um, and I, again, not always, but I've, I've hesitated to, you know, to bring it up too, because you don't, you don't, you've, like she said, she's we we can listen to that. And we're like, oh no, that's not clingy at all. But when you're in it, you're like, well, I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be so clingy. I don't want them to think, you know, I'm needy. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's a natural progression. I mean, so a absolutely, it's a natural progression. And I think the other piece of that is, you know, you're putting yourself out there. You're making yourself vulnerable. And if you are following our Facebook page, I've got that all over. You know, there's courage and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So Jennifer from Gilbert, be brave, have courage, be vulnerable, and come right out and just say, hey, what's up? And 
for everybody listening to this podcast, I would love to hear what you think. So let us know what you think. Um, and you can leave a message on our Facebook wall or feel free to uh, call in at the number. It's all over our Facebook, but it's 928-327-LOVE. Check it out. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And uh, let, let's and, and share this podcast with everybody. So good luck. Good luck with your relationships. And Michelle, thank you for coming again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome.